Yeah, man, it's Lil' Chief. Coming straight out of Hollywood, Broward County. Okay, Chiefa, so tell us about um, what it's like coming from Florida. Florida's really buzzing right now, so what is what is it like being a Floridian? It's motherfucking hot, I'm going to tell you that. But, um, shit, I don't know, we just be chilling down here. Like, I feel like we not like a lot of other people in other places, you know what I'm saying? We real diverse it's a lot of different type of people down here. You know, every day is different, though. You never know what you're going to get down here, you feel me? And what got you interested in being a rapper? Do you call yourself a rapper? I, and all? I refer to myself as an artist. So. Okay. So, what, like, what was your first interaction with music, and what drew you to wanting to be an artist? Well, I mean, like... I ain't never really take rap serious. I mean, I used to like, probably when I was like 11, middle school days, we used to freestyle at the lunch table, you know. My homie would grab a pencil, start beating on the table and shit, everybody freestyling at lunch. But um, it wasn't really till I got locked up. I was like 17, I had got sentenced to like nine months or something for a little charge. And so, you know, when I was down, I started really writing raps and getting into it for real, for real. Then when I came home, I had a link with my brother Casanova. Shout out Casanova, Overtime Entertainment. That's the label. Um, you know, that boy had his little. That's stuff. OTE. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what that meant. I was like, OTE. What does that stand for? So that's. That's yeah, Overtime Entertainment. Okay. Um, yeah. So you know, it's really just a self-made label. We all just getting out of getting out of money and shit. But um, so I had linked up with him. That was probably like 2015. So I've been rapping for what, like two years now. But I really started rapping when I was locked up, though. I was just going through it. I had a lot of shit on my mind and shit. You know, I said I couldn't talk to my people. It was the way I wanted to talk to my people and shit. So, you know, it was just... That's really interesting. And it's interesting that you say that because I think that X and Ski kind of had, like, the same start. And they're also from Broward. So why are you guys getting so much trouble down here? Like, what's going on out here? Man, these crackers don't want to see young niggas shine out here, man. Real shit. We got you. We got Kodak, who just got out. We got X and Ski, who were locked up together. And that's when they decided to start that group. So I guess that is kind of inspiring, like, being in there. And so did you record any of those things that you were writing while you were away? Um, To be honest, I only recorded, like, two of those songs that I had. In them notebooks um, Probably only recorded Like two of them Okay You know when I got out I just started hearing beats And just Making you know Verses for those beats You know right. I still got the notebooks Somewhere but And so Was Casanova One of the first people That you started working with When you Realized that you were Ready to be an artist Yeah yeah Cause my brother He been rapping You know he's, he's a little Older than me He's probably like 27 So you know He been rapping Since he was like 19 so he... That's your brother that, you know, oh, okay, okay. From okay. another mother. You guys always say that. The, that's, my, that's my street, brother. You know what I'm saying? We've been in the streets, you know what I'm saying? We go way back, you know, to, to the 5-8 park days, you know, where we used to bang and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? So we go way back from the streets. It's more than just music, you know what I'm saying? I'm connected with my dog through the streets. So, you feel me? But, yeah, when I when I first started rapping and shit, yeah, he was probably the first person I turned to because he was already established. He already had, you know, full studio and shit, so I could just go to my bro's shit and just record and just get it in, you feel me? Put that work in. And then, you know, at first, I ain't gonna I ain't really take it that serious as, like, right now. 
So what would you say was that switching point for you? Like, did somebody come and say, like, hey, this sounds hot? Or, like, did you hear a song one day and you were like, mm, I might want to take this a little bit more seriously? Well, really what happened was I had ended up catching another charge um, when I was about 19. I had caught a real serious case, you know what I'm saying? So I was going through it again. You know, I ended up getting shot and shit, so you feel me? It was just a lot of shit. So I was like, man, I'm either going to die or spend the rest of my life behind these bars. I got to make something shake. So you feel me? I just started giving it all to the music. And um, that's what led me to drop my first mixtape under surveillance because when I had posted bond for the charge that I had got uh, locked up on again, you know, they had me on an anchor monitor, so I went through that shit for like two years. I was sitting on an anchor monitor fighting the charge. Okay, so that's where under surveillance came from, because you were actually under surveillance. Yeah, so it had a lot of meaning behind that mixtape that I had dropped, you know what I'm saying? So that's probably when I started taking everything serious, because I was like, man, this shit, gotta, I got to make some shake, because, you know what I'm saying? I seen all my homies and catch 30-year sentences, 15-year sentences, and I'm like, bro, bitch, I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't be, that shit ain't for me, bro, you feel me? That shit is not for me. Right. So choosing to take a different approach and change your life for the better through music. So OCE, who else is a part of this team? Um, how many of you guys is it? You guys all from Florida? Yeah, I mean, everybody's pretty much Hollywood-based. Everybody's pretty much known from the, the streets. You know what I'm saying? Not, not just based off music. We don't really base anything just off the music. You got to have some type of... You know, your face car got to be ghetto, you feel me? Like, ghetto mean your face got to be good, you know, that's what I mean by that. But, um, yeah, it's me, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my homie Yayo Stacks, you know, free my dog. My dog jammed up right now in this situation. He's going to be home soon. You know, he on the team. You know, we got Lil Raquel. She just, you know what I'm saying? She on the team, too. That's one of, she a real talented uh, little girl. She a real talented youth. Is she also a rapper? Yeah, she raps, sings, writes poems, you know. That's the best okay. of homie, you feel me? She's, she's real talented. But really, I mean, mainly, though, you know, it's just me and Casanova on the everyday grind. We out here, man. We pushing the label. We pushing the music, you know. Right. So I just checked out a track from you, uh, Dope Man, Fire, 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 Fire. Is that you on the hook? Yeah, that's me on the hook, and that's my homie Mike Dato, too, you know what I'm saying? Free my dog, man. My dog's got jammed up, too, but, yeah, that's me and Mike Dato right there, you feel me? On that dope, man. So how did that track come about? Shit, that track, we had made that track when I was um, back, when I was still fighting the case, I was on house arrest and shit, so, you know, bro was coming to my crib a lot, we was just kicking it, you know what I'm saying, coming up with hooks and shit, and then we was just like, damn, yo, that shit's hard, this beat's hard, we gotta go record it, so, you know, we just put it in motion, you feel me? Okay, so it comes pretty natural when you're working with your team and together. Yeah, yeah, everything just flows, um, you know, I try to go for a more natural approach to the music. That's why I had, like, in a sense, I say I don't really write anymore. In a sense of I just... Oh, you don't? Nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm left-handed. I don't write. You feel me? I had to... But I'm really left-handed, though. You feel me? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I just, you know, flow everything in my head, you know, because it's just come out more natural like that. I feel like it just sounds more authentic. It sounds more raw than when people are just reading off a script and all that, so... That's just how I articulate my music, you feel me? Okay, so who are your some of your favorite artists that are coming up right now? Coming up or artists that are already... 
Um, maybe both. Why don't you give us like one and one? All right. I mean, like my main inspirations in rap would probably be like Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's just so versatile. You got right. that boy give it to you any type of way. Kendrick Lamar. You know that's one of my biggest inspirations with the music. You know I fuck with Kevin Gates, Free Gates. You know what I'm saying? But um, the new rappers that I fuck with, I mean obviously Kodak Black. Shout out Kodak. He putting Broward on the map. You know Coley P putting Broward on the map. You feel me? Um, who else I fuck with, man? Shit. I fuck with a lot of local artists to keep it real. Who are some local artists that you fuck with? Like, a lot of my homies be spitting. Like, y'all go check out uh, Yale Stacks on SoundCloud, Mike Data on SoundCloud, you know, Casanova. Check my dog out. My dog be spitting. We got music. We got a lot of music for days out here, you know. And who are some producers that you're working with that, uh, you know, you feel like people should know about? Cause you guys got some really hard beats, and what really I feel like makes a good song a great song is the beat, cause that's kind of like the foundation, and then you leave the room for the artists to kind of go in and create whatever they want with that. So, so who are some producers that you? I mean, producers that I work with. I mean, I work with P Docs. Uh, shout out P Docs. He um he an engineer at Strong Arm Radio. Um, you know, he dropped me a couple beats. I got a couple songs on his beats. Um, we got, I mean, mainly a lot of my beats come from YouTube, though, you know. I just be on that YouTube grab right That's now. That's interesting. So you sit there and you just scroll through, like, all different kind of beats all day? We just, I mean, how we get down, we just download 100 beats and just get in the lab. We running through them beats all night. Right. If we got 100 pack of beats, that's, you know what I'm saying? We gonna run it through, drop some hooks here, drop some verses there. And then, you know, we'll come back around, you know what I'm saying? We, we you know, I work different than a lot of people. I'm really, my mind be all over the place sometimes. So, so I might drop a hook. I might be feeling this beat for the hook right quick, boom. Go and record the hook on that because I don't write. So when I got it, I gotta gotta get, get it, it down. You feel me? So boom, drop the hook. Then I might go on to another song and have a verse ready for that off the rip. Bomb. Then come back to the song that I just dropped the hook on and then have a verse for that and then go back. You know, it's really hectic how we work, but you know, from other people's eyes, I've heard it's, it's just a little crazy. But well, it all sounds good when it comes together. It all sounds pretty cohesive. I mean, I guess that's all that matters, huh? <laughs> that's all that matters. So back to your. Your production. It seems like you're in the studio a lot because you have like so many connections, and you have your boy here who has like his own studio. How long, when you go in, like how long does it take you to maybe put a song together or a project? Oh, I mean, we work quick. I mean, it was a point where I was doing like four or five songs a day. Wow. Um, yeah, I was on the ground. I would spend like eight hours in the studio a day, put out like four or five songs a day, easy. You know, we really, um, you know, I think I cooled down from that because I've been just going through some things. You know, I'm probably in the studio like two, three hours a day now. You know what I'm saying? I'm still putting in at work, but it was a point in time where I wasn't even going to work. I was just waking up, hitting the booth all day, smoked out in the booth, putting in that work. You feel me? But um, like for like one song, I mean, it depends. Am I just hearing a new beat or am I hearing like... Yeah, like a new beat. It'd probably take me like an hour. I have a whole song ready with a, with a hook and two, three verses on it. Yeah, I could do all that in like an hour. So um, do you have any artists that you, outside of your team, that you would want to probably work with or feature? Or who do you see yourself like aligning with? I mean, that's a good question. You know, um... I know it's so hard for artists to like think outside their team. They're like, nah, I got everybody that I go to, like if I need the vocals for a singer. But um, yeah, like who? I mean, like, all right, like my biggest, 
all right, like, it's a female artist I would want to work with. That's um, Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? I love, I love Rihanna, you feel me? That's, like, one of my biggest crushes. Um, I forgot how you say this girl's name, Jean Aiko. Oh, Janae, Janae, she's hot. Yeah, I love her voice. I would definitely love to collab with her, but, um, you know, I have her singing on a little hook, singing in the background on the song or something. But as far as male artists, too, you know, I mean... Shit, the pet is they paying me? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean Money talks. I mean as long as the money there, I mean I I, I do a song with anybody, you know. Yeah. For real, but you know I'm not too big on them uh On the male artists. <laughs> not not necessarily. It's okay, you got a soft spot for the ladies. It's alright. <laughs> Every you know, thugs need love too, it's all good. <laughs> Saying a little bit of love ain't never hurt nobody. Right, right. Um, so do we can we expect anything from you? Like are we I know you just dropped Dope Man. Um your SoundCloud, you got under surveillance up there, which was your first Yeah, I got two mixtapes on my SoundCloud right now. We got Was that your first mixtape? I'm sorry, I don't wanna mix it up. Yeah, that was the first one that I had dropped. I had dropped that back in twenty sixteen, February, and then um just this February we had put together a mixtape triple double. That's out now on SoundCloud. Um okay. What are some like hot tracks? Like, if you had to like pick two or three for people to go check out. You know, I say I definitely tell y'all go check out that I fell in love. Um, that's posted up on my SoundCloud, Lil Chiefer. Just type that in and pop up. Um, you know, under surveillance, dib and dabbing. You know, we got dib and dabbing is fire. You guys should definitely go check that out. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of different type of tracks there. It's, it's a lot of versatility there for different people's ears, you know, different people's preferences. We try to keep it like, you know, every song got to come with a different vibe, so it's not just rap, like straight gutter, street trap rap. You know, we got that too, but it's more to it than that, you know what I'm saying? That's why I like to consider ourselves artists and not just rappers, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a big difference between the, the two, you know. Um, and so you've been performing lately. Any cool places you've been been to, or I mean, besides my spots? Yeah, man, y'all gotta go check out. Um, it's a little spot in East Hollywood, man. It's called uh, the Heat Lounge. You know, I've performed there a couple times. You know, but really, I just started performing again. Though I probably did like three performances at um, Miami Live. Shout out Miami Live. That shit's Shout lit. That shit Live. lit. Though I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, that shit's lit. But um, you know. I don't know, man. I'm just, if they ain't paying me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really trying to waste my time. You know what I'm saying? Now, you always pop up with this huge team. Is that all OTE or, like, who are all these people? Everybody's cool as fuck, but I'm like, and then you're always somewhere in the mix. I'm like, oh, shit, like, you know these people? So who are all these people that you've, like, aligned yourself with? <laughs> yeah, man, that's all the fam, man. You know, <laughs> I pop up with Overtime Entertainment. It's another uh, label that we uh, collabed with, TGR, Truly Gifted Records. Shout out them boys. That's my cousin. That's my cousin's record label. You know what I'm saying? So he showed my old boy. Now that's all family oriented. It's it's really, it's deeper than music. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I like to keep it. I don't gotta worry about niggas fucking me over and shit like that. I keep my circle tight. Keep the fam with me. So every nigga you see with me is gonna be fam. It's gonna be, you know, like I said, it's more than music. It's more than just going out to the club and partying. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than that. You feel me? So, yeah, but that's TGR, OTE, every time you see it. Shout out TGR, shout out OTE. You guys are all really cool, though. But you're always like, I'm always like running around and then like, you're like, yo, I'm like, oh shit, you're here. Like, yo, what up? <laughs> so that's what's up. It's always love whenever you guys come through. So um, back to that last question. What can we expect from you? Any new singles? Any new tracks on the way? I know you were just in the studio last night, so... 
can you tell us about anything else that's coming out? Yeah, man, I got a mixtape about to drop, man. Grind and maintain. Um, you know, I should have that done by August. Late August, probably. I had it out in the streets. It's a 15-track mixtape. It's coming out. It's going to be my third mixtape. Um, I'm not really trying to put out no more singles. I just released a couple singles last month. So now everything's just... I'm just working on the mixtape, finalizing it, getting the production right on it. Making sure my, my vocals are engineered properly and everything, you know what I'm saying, to get this really off the ground. Because it's going to be the third mixtape, so it got to be some fire, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's got to be some fire, but it's definitely going to be different music than what I'm, I say I'm used to. It's, I'm taking a step up with this mixtape. It's more heart into it, I guess you could say, you feel me? Yeah, it's a lot of meaning behind this mixtape right here. And production, anybody special on production? Casanova? Well, I mean, Casanova does engineer a lot of my music, but shout out, I want to also say shout out to uh, Slim the Scientist over there at New Wave Studios, you know what I'm saying? I was just in that boy's studio what, what, last night and two nights ago, you know, but raw. Slim the Scientist, he's making a little name for himself because I definitely heard that name before. Um, what can you tell me about his production, working with him? Like, what is that like? Man, that boy raw, man. That boy got it, man. Boy, got it. Anybody that you guys are also working with that we should probably keep our eyes on? Yeah, man. Uh, my homie Avid from Truly Gifted Records. You know what I'm saying? He, he out here making a little buzz for himself, too. You know, I think he's from New York as well. Actually, he is from New York. He came down here, though. But, um, yeah, you know, he doing his thing, though. He doing his thing. You know, that boy got a good work ethic. That's what's up. That's what's up. Anything else that you want to close out with? Things we should keep our eye on. Free Mike. Free. Free my dog. Yeah, yo, man. Free. Free Yayo. Free Chico, man. Free, free my Chico. Free my nigga D, man. I mean, I could go along the list. I'm gonna just say free all my niggas, man. But you know what I'm saying? Brad County on the map, though, definitely, man. We gonna come up. It's a lot of talent out here. I think we get slept on a lot. But not anymore. I think a lot of people are gonna start looking at you guys out here because a lot of things buzzing right now. Yeah, there's a lot of things buzzing. You know what I'm saying? You're right about that, but I just feel like it's a lot of talent out here, man. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never been no crab in the bucket kind of guy, so you know what I'm saying? If I see another nigga grinding, you know, they got that they got that work ethic. They really want it. You know what I'm saying? I support all that shit. You feel me? Support all that shit. Crabs in the bucket don't go nowhere. You got to you gotta help each other, you know what I'm saying? Get, get to where y'all want to be. I definitely see a lot of that happening in Florida. Like I said, I'm from New York, and I don't think that a lot of the artists kind of support each other. Producers, really don't I think it's kind of like a more like if you're paying then we'll kind of give you our time at that point but it's it's very hard to make it but down here I see a lot of you guys working together you guys all kind of like know each other so do you feel like there's like a strong foundation here for artists that are like trying to make a name for themselves I mean you know I can't speak on you know, people I don't know and whatnot. I mean, you know, if my team, you're going you're gonna to be down with us. There ain't no crowds over here, you know what I'm saying? We all going to push each other to get where we want to be at. But, um, yeah, I think the culture has changed, you know, because before it used to be a lot of crab, you know what I'm saying, shit going on, you feel me, where niggas don't even want to, you know, niggas don't want to repost your views. Niggas don't want to drop a like on your shit, you know what I'm saying? Because they hating. They going to they gonna go to your page and view your shit, though. They going to go listen to your shit, though. But... You know what I'm saying? They just hating. If you shit more, I feel like a lot of niggas feel like that too. And I, you know, I don't fuck with it where they see that you're gonna, you know, surpass them in some type of way or something like that. They they scared to put you in a position to where you're gonna do that. You feel me? 
you know, just got to get off that shit, but, you know what I'm saying? We just trying to push everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if I see a nigga grinding hard, bro, and you really about your music and you really putting it working and shit, bro, I fuck with you, bro, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? It's just real over here, you feel me? I respect that. I respect that. I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me and having this talk. Uh, like I said, let people know where to find you, where to follow you. Yeah, man. Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at OG Lil Chiefer. OG Lil Chiefer, that's Chiefer, you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga be smoking that weed, C-H-E-E-F-A. Uh, y'all can find me on SoundCloud, YouTube, Lil Chiefer. I got some music videos out. Um, SoundCloud got about 100 tracks on there, so, you know... Y'all fuck with a nigga, you feel me? Coming straight out of Broward County, you know what I'm saying? We do it for the squad, gang, 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 shit. And that's a wrap.